It is the Anfield wrap. Uh, after Liverpool go to Chelsea, play the fastest football match you've ever seen. I've got Kev Welsh. I've got John Gibbons. Phil Blundell was there. I am just obsessed, Phil, with what it must have been like to be in the ground to see the fastest. Was it firstly was it the fastest football match you've ever seen, and secondly, what was it like to see all the football happening that fast? It certainly felt like one of the fastest football matches I've ever seen. It didn't didn't feel like the ball was dead for very long. Like I was almost surprised at the end. I think there was four minutes. It was the four minutes had at the end? But the first half, yeah. It felt like I don't know how it happened because it didn't feel like the ball was out of play at all. It just felt like it was two teams sort of going at it, and in our way, sort of. I think we were happy to seed the ball to them quite a bit and let them sort of try and come at us because I don't, I don't think they're the most creative side in the world when it comes to like attacking patterns of patterns of play and things. So I think we were happy to sort of let them try and break us down. And in fairness, they didn't. I don't think they did much. Like I was, I watched match of the day back this morning, and the commentator goes, and "Liverpool found themselves one 0 up, but they have been by far and away like second best." And I'm like, "Well, bar when Trent's kicked the ball at someone, and the keepers had to go down at someone's feet, they didn't really do anything first half, did they? It wasn't like we were under the cosh or pan- constantly panicking. They had a lot of the ball, they had a lot of the territory, but it didn't feel like they did a great deal with it." What it feels like, I think, Kevin, this is why I think it is an interesting conversation, when you watch a game with a lot riding on it, and we've had a few of them this season, and they're going at that pace, I think it feels like it feels almost like a deeply emotional experience. I was I was shattered uh, at times watching it because it's just bouncing about. <coughs> and it it's something that you just you've so rarely seen. I, I'll go back to the pace of it all. You've you've so rarely conceived of football being played like this. It's like some sort of combination between the greatest football you've ever seen in your life and Sunday League <laughs> at times with the, with the turnovers and the way the ball's bouncing about. And I just you just end up like it. You end up sort of in this really weird emotional place at the minute watching this Liverpool team when they get embroiled in games like that because they just feel whether they are or they aren't. And we can maybe talk a bit about this, but it feels so uncontrolled from both sides. That's exactly. What it is, it's so it's, it looks it looks phenomenal. Like the the speed and the pace of it, as you say, you're like, wow, I could never play like that. But then I reckon some of the players on the pitch are thinking exactly the fucking same. <laughs> I, can't, I can't play like this. I'm fucking I supposed to do this. Yeah. And it's 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 two very good technical teams. But I think Chelsea showed that they were on the ball, they were excellent. That midfield just the way they were popping it around and playing the little coverage was great separate yeah, to the goals. I, I think play. their whole midfield was boss, and I thought ours was I've heard I've heard ours get a little bit of praise and I I wasn't overly enamoured with it. I, I'm not sure whether I've just can't forgive Milner for that fucking stupid free kick he gives away for the first one and it's blinded me to the rest of his performance. But that the game being played at that pace did not help us one little bit, I thought. And I think that's the first time you've been able to say that for a long time where you say, well, the speed of the game was too quick for our midfield and possibly speaks to the fact that the midfield includes a 35-year-old James Milner who done all right and done what he had to do. But by God, that's not the game he wants to be playing week in, week out. And I'm not sure Jordan Henderson at 30 or whatever he is either fancied that type of game. On the flip side, that obviously craziness like that creates craziness. So Chalaba does what he does for the other, probably because he's thinking, "Fuck me, what is going on in this game here?" Yeah. And Manny makes the most of it. So it's it swings and adults with stuff like that, and it's a good job that it's probably a good job that we've been involved in some very big games because otherwise, as you say, the emotional nature of the match could mean to think, "Fuck this, I'm turning off at half time. I can't deal with this second half." They, they they wanted to play over us, John. I don't think they even tried to play through us. I think there, there, there comes opportunities in the breakdown, and again, you know, I thought that they blocked off passing lanes really well. They had, to, they, had they wanted to pin Liverpool into their own half but the plan is is just to to go over us over and over again and especially into the area where Shimakas was and one of the things that sort of hit me whilst watching the game was Shimakas this is the best football team Shimakas has ever played against 
it just is. Uh, you know, if you think about where his career has been and who he's played against so far when he's played for Liverpool, this is the best team he's ever played against. And I think that they're just trying to sow seeds of doubt with dummy runners, extra men, overloads, all sorts of stuff, big booming balls out over Shimakas, over the team, over Shimakas. They're trying to do it over and over again. And I think it I think that, that was their plan. As Phil says, they almost don't get a lot from it, but what they get from it is a football match that just won't stop. Did what a lot of what we've done in the past is and and is to is to turn games into into frantic ones and to to make the opposition sort of rushed really and you know normally we're the team in control of what a football match looks like it's only really when we play Man City where we've got to go do you know what this this might be for periods on their terms and we're just gonna have to hang in you know we've had a few years now of of not sort of having that at all really whereas it feels like recently more and more the opposition have been able to dictate what type of football game it is and 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 not to suit us and I don't know why that is really whether that's you know uh, whether that's us us not playing well enough whether it's just you know one of those situations of being a, a big team it was funny you know listening I watched it at home listened to the commentary you know and we were talking like it was like I don't know like Wimbledon playing us not like <laughs> Chelsea do you know what I mean if I was a Chelsea fan I'd see that as a missed opportunity there whereas to be in sort of almost loaded oh they got them back you know for, yeah fair enough 2 no down and all that do you know what I mean but I remember coming out of the game at Anfield disappointed really feeling like we've missed an opportunity there because they obviously played the second half with 10 men and we, we were able to win the game and and weren't able to sort of take the points off Chelsea and I think Chelsea should see should see it as a missed opportunity with everyone who we had out with all the problems we had the fact that we didn't even have a manager there you know not to win the game because the they, they, they probably should have on in terms of you know how how much of the ball they had and and how difficult we found it and I think we are finding more games difficult at the moment than, than I'd like us to really and I, I don't look sharp enough to, to cope with I don't know whether it's a, it's a knock-on effect of, of, of a personnel being in and out or the COVID situation or whether we're just not training enough but I don't think we, we're, we're quite sharp enough at the moment well, I want to come back to you on this because I think I think the thing that for me the through line of these games is that the opposition chooses because I think there's been a long time of trying to work out the best way to play against this Liverpool team and I think the opposition choosing a fair bit of madness being really unconventional just making the game really quick you know for instance I think you can you can draw a line between all these London draws of Tottenham of Chelsea of Brentford to an extent the, the, the Brentford game's mad the first 15-20 minutes of the Brentford game are really weird the whole of the game's a really strange thing mm. and I think that almost what they're doing is rather than have a thing where you try and contain us and you sit back and you think we'll be happy to be in touch and distance with 10 to go and see if we can do something then what I actually think teams are doing I thought that's what they're doing when they're coming to Anfield but when, when we're going to their ground I think there's a bit of them just saying fuck it then we, we, trying to contain trying to control them and contain them is not going to work for us let's make the game quite wild and see if we can benefit from it I think Tottenham do that I think Chelsea have done that I think West Ham do a bit of that to be honest with you and that's not very David Moyes I, I think there's a thing here where they're almost saying alright let's just go toe to toe and see where we end up but we used to be fine with that now though and, and we used to relish that we used to say yeah come and press us and fucking watch what we do and we'd have to we, we, we'd just pop around and then suddenly we'd be through so, so that there's something must have changed for that to be the worst idea you've ever thought of in your life oh yeah we'll just throw men forward and, and leave leave us sort of free on free at the back to, to actually become a good idea I, I don't think someone's just suddenly just thought oh we'll play like this against Liverpool I think there's a reason it's because teams are having success and as I say I, I think the Brentford the, the way the Brentford game goes I think it's yeah. not a blueprint because we don't want to copy tactically yeah. but the idea of we'll yeah. do this because if Brentford could get a 3-3 with it then we could get a 3-3 with it but I think Brentford 
obviously get a bit of luck because our finishing isn't what it should be. So the most the one most Salah you know d- normally scores and, and doesn't get there. But 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 you wouldn't necessarily say that's the that's the case for for Tottenham or Chelsea. Yeah, the Durano looks a little a little bit and and, and there's there's one where <coughs> it's a real shame it towards the end where Chamberlain can't quite control that because we're four on yeah. two against and and I think we'd have scored to be honest with you because Chamberlain's good in those situations and I think he'd have, he'd have chosen the right moment to release Mo Salah and so that was that was sort of a real shame. So people are sort of taking risks and, and I think there's it's calculated risk, but I don't know. I just think like in the in the past we'd have been like, yeah, bring it on. Whereas now we're sort of shitting ourselves. We're not able to sort of there was too many passes where they were rushed and and people someone was getting a bad pass and then they were being pressed and so they were just having to put it put balls into space and just hope and there was too many hopeful balls in that first half especially which were a result of being rushed but also not getting a great pass so so Henderson was was getting one at waist height and going well I can't bring this down because this fella's on me so I've just got to like just pop it over there and hope that someone's there and then we give it away there was there was too many of them really so so I take your point that people are trying something different but I think last year with or two years no maybe not last year yeah. But two years ago, we didn't like fucking bring that on if you want to do That's that. The shit. elephants in the room were not as good as we were two years ago. And I think, listen, we all love this team. We all, like, they've, they've done amazing things for us. But there's no way you can look at this team and look at the team that won the league and say, they're, it's, it's at the same level because it just isn't. It's the same players, but they're a couple of years older. We haven't freshened it up enough, in my opinion. And I think teams are looking now and you think, well, why, why are teams willing to attack us? Teams are willing to attack us because they, they're not just going, well, we'll have a little go. Because they've got teams and teams of analysts who are looking at Liverpool. I'm going, okay, well, here's a possible weakness and trying to exploit that. Whereas two years ago, they were going, listen, I've been looking at this team for the last three weeks and I can't find anything to go at. Whereas now they've obviously got something and it's working. And it's not just it's not just Chelsea doing it, as you said. It's Tottenham, it's Brentford, it's West Ham. It's happening over and over again. And listen, we all want to think that Liverpool are the best team in the league, but we're clearly not. Mm. Man City the best team in the league, there's no doubt about that. Now, we can't, we, we're not as good as them this year. That's just unfortunately the way it is. So I think we've got to be a bit more realistic and maybe a little bit more self-aware and think, yeah, yeah. well, there might be some problems in our camp as well. It's not just what the, the opposition are doing. We, it, there's, there's problems we need to solve for ourselves. For me, the key thing, Phil, and I think it's, it's a really strange, it's a strange team, it's a strange game. If you go through the whole game, I actually think, you know, in the same way that before when, we, when City come to Anfield, I think we defend really well for that 15 minutes before half time where it feels awful because they've got the ball and they're moving us around but they don't actually create a chance nope. Chelsea at the end of this game and this is why it is strange there's a period I, Chelsea looked to me like they, they were gone about 68 to 76 and then suddenly from about 76 to about 88 they had looked like they were well on top and had way more energy but they don't create a good chance and they don't look like creating a good chance and that's what's funny about this team is that you can talk about how and it is hard to talk about at times you're like they're not defending well enough etc etc et and then they'll go through a period like that where they defend absolutely brilliantly mm. and that's why I think it is difficult to sort of put your finger on I think there's decisions that Liverpool are making and I think it's as much about the decisions as it is anything else like there was times in that first half I couldn't believe where Virgil was trying to put the line mm. he's charging up over and over again and he's turning around looking at everyone going why aren't you with me and they're like Virgil you're playing centre mid come back and, and I think there's loads of little things still in the team where I think we were so determined to be front foot all the time all 
all the time, all the time. And the thing about that 1920 team is it was quite happy to roll with the punches a little bit and go, actually, we'll just play back here for a bit and you can punch yourselves out and then we'll show you. And I just think that that, and that take, that's a different type of confidence. You sort of know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And I think yesterday, again, it's like we've got to prove ourselves every five minutes of footy. And sometimes you don't. And at the end of the game, we don't prove ourselves and it's fine. We don't concede. And that, I'm, that's what I'm finding hard is there's times I just like them to roll with the punches a little bit more, get through a horrible sticky five or 10 minutes and then show. I think I think the second goal was a really good demonstration of exactly what you're saying because the line isn't great, is it? There's a running no. deep. Everything's bad about it when all when all they should be exactly. doing when all they should be doing is going forty seventh minute here. Get as deep as you can, the ball away. Like I think Salah should probably do better with Rudiger. I don't think the header. I think it's Trent who heads it to him. Yeah. That's not a great. I don't think that's a great. But I think Henderson should put it in the full. Yes, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with. I agree with Henderson's all these. Henderson's trying things. to score a goal. Uh, that's yeah. another thing of what I was talking about before about someone not getting a great pass yeah. and then suddenly they just have to put it into the space. I don't think you can really criticize Salah as well because I think it's like I get it, but it's like it, it's Rudiger and he's, yeah, oh yeah, and he's yeah. front foot, so we can't expect these forwards who. Yeah, that's fair. Him, yeah, yeah. to be winning all these balls, really. I think it's you know, but it's they're trying to score a goal, John. Yeah, that's that, that I and it's not just Henderson, but and it's and it's all the way through. That's what drives me mad. They go two one and no game management. The, but the flip side of that is later on the show game management, and yeah, that's what's that, mad. Yeah, in, that's that, mean. in that specific moment, though, game management doesn't just come in like the 70 exactly. to minutes. No, exactly. it's, got, it's got to happen at every stage of the match. But you I go, you go two one, you go two one, and then it should have it should have just been closed down. Yeah. And two years ago, we would have done that. But then because yeah. this team isn't as good as it, as it was then and therefore it's probably thinking shit we, we, we might concede here it's probably thinking we're better going towards the goal because we might be better off just like fuck it go all out attack and well we've seen time and time again this season it's not working for us we're drawing games and we're losing games when we do that go on I, I was going to say at the same time as it feels like two years ago a lot of things went for us if we're being honest and this season it feels like a lot of things aren't and I know the first goal really did go for us but you make Kovacic, your own look, I, I agree. I agree with that. But like, you look at the Kovacic goal. If he doesn't score, that I'm convinced we just win two 0 Yeah, I agree. absolutely yeah. convinced we win two 0 Spurs away. Allison comes out. He's had. He's been the best player on the park by a country mile, and he just misses the ball hundred times out of a hundred. The next hundred times he does that, he gets the ball. That's five points. Well, it's not four points, isn't it? That's yeah. another four points just by two. And it, unlucky things. And in both games, I think I, th I think Mount should be sent off. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. I think Mount but should then, be sent off, and I think Kane should be sent off. I mean, the man, I think, mm. but it's first six seconds, you do what you want. You can yeah. knife people if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's just footy. Uh, the touche's got to accept that. Um, it's just footy. It's the way it goes. First six seconds, first first minute of a footy match, you can do whatever you want. Uh, but, you know, and, and everyone's just got to say fine. Did you see the um, the lad who basically backed no booking in the first minute, 50 quid to get his free bet off of a bucky? <laughs> was it you, Phil? Yeah. Was <laughs> it was to win. It was to win five p, so he could have a free bet. But that, so th th my but my point here is is in that in you know in a lot of these instances, I agree. By the way, if if he doesn't smash it in, I think man could be sent off. If he doesn't just smash it in, I think we'd actually. And this is the, this is why the game management thing drives me mad because I actually think we've done all right there. Yeah. We get two 0 and we actually calm the game down. And it's a bit like a slightly more sensible game of football, and we're getting to a point, and then all of a sudden there's a free kick given away. Even that they defend it. And then the lad just fucking does that, which you do, you never do again. And that's why, what I find hard talking about them at the minute, John, is I, I oscillate between. I'm with Kev completely. You make your own look, but there's another part of me that's just going, but they are having hard lines, and and that you know that's it's a difficult place to be, especially with a team you've got so much affection for. Yeah. To be living in this space between you make your own look, you make your own look. The 1920 team didn't give a fuck what happened to yeah. it. It found ways to win. But there is a thing where I'm looking at this Liverpool team going, but they just have hard lines on a few occasions, and it just feels a bit moody. Well, especially when you're watching City as well and they're getting sort of, you know, 
a good fortune at the moment and that's not to sort of say oh they're just where they are because of you know referees or luck or whatever you know I agree with Kev they're the best team in the league but they are you know getting getting you know the, the Arsenal game you know they're getting, yeah. they're getting the good fortune you know it wasn't just 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 that one you know the, the last two or three times that you're watching me you feel like you know what I mean like they, they, you know they've, they've had a bit of fortune there you know Pep Guardiola's almost laughing in the post-match press conference against the Arsenal he's like fucking hell how did that happen but sound up, up, the, up the city and then he said up the, then he said up the bench then he probably wouldn't say that would he <laughs> you wouldn't say it was an unconventional press conference <laughs> but um but but yeah, so so as I say, you're watching them and and they they they're looking like you know they're getting the rub of the green at the moment. So then you're watching us and and you know it's it's who's got COVID now and, and this and that and, and so that's sort of doing your head in it a little bit more really. I think I think I think that's sort of you know finding it more difficult. But look, they just need to sort of you know to get through this period and just need to sort of try. I was, I was watching this just as an aside. I was watching uh, the game with Jono and Jono said to me there was a point yesterday where in ten minutes. City got the mad pen. Arsenal got a lad sent off and Klopp got COVID. And I thought, what the fuck's going to happen next? <laughs> is someone going to break into ours? Yeah, like yeah, this run of events. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was he said, this is in 10 minutes. And I was just saying, he said, I was just sat there th- with my head in my hands thinking, what on earth what on earth do we do here now? <laughs> but it does feel like that that is the source of the way it is at the moment, isn't it? And you do make your own look, but I don't know what the fuck we're making in Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It becomes it's a game of mistakes, Phil, and they're, they're everywhere. To be fair, again, to be fair to the Reds, it's Trent makes his mistake, but the keeper Callagher yeah. takes him out, does brilliantly. Up the other end, Shalaba makes his mistake, Mane does brilliantly to exploit it. This is this, you know, this is we're talking and do the thing to say it is the game yesterday is the fastest game of footy you've ever seen, and the two teams in the game are somewhere between the second and fourth best teams in Europe. Mm. Uh, that is worth pointing out. Um, while we simultaneously feel low because of the City situation but it becomes all about mistakes all the game is from both managers uh, both setups it's about forcing mistakes for that 30-35 minute period and that's another reason why these games my god your heart is pounding watching them because that's what it's about yeah you you just you're very concerned that one thing's slightly wrong and a very good footballer because there was very good footballers over the pitch yesterday he's just going to take advantage of it you know the, the opening goal is the best example of that possible. What Chalabar's doing, I've, I've watched it back, he, he just needed to kick it. Yeah. Like it wasn't sort of a waist height where it was, a, you can go, that's a bit awkward that. It's it's about... It bounces up off yeah. the floor before he yeah. even gets to it. It's, <laughs> meant, it's, it's incredible. It's I don't understand what he's doing. And then Mane comes in and scores 1-0. I think, I don't think Alonso's particularly great for, I don't think, I don't think Alonso or Thiago Silva are great for the... Or Rudiger. Or Rudiger, just yeah. basically watches him and goes, he's good. Thiago, <laughs> Sil- Thiago Silva gets caught between sort of, where's Jota going? Yeah. Where's that? Where's the ball? Maybe going. We penalised that. There's no mistake. Well, there's a stupid foul from Milner. There's a mistake for the. Is the um, first goal, second goal? Everyone just switches off. The lines all over the place. Four goals just brought about by someone doing something wrong. As good as Kovacic's striking, as good as Salah's goal, undoubtedly were. That's this is the again. This is the Sunday League sort of bit of it. And I say that again, they are somewhere between the second and the fourth best teams in, in the world. A footy, like literally they are. That's how good these teams are. And then, but you're watching the, the, this, Kevin, this again. I'm, I, I want to sort of keep coming back to this theme of these are, so, so I, you know, people are listening to this. We've been, we've been following Liverpool for years. We've been following Liverpool for no time at all. Any reason why you're listening to this? If you're finding these games unbelievably stressful to watch, there's a fucking reason for it. They are unbelievably stressful to watch. And that's what you're getting to see. And I, I can understand, therefore, why people, you know, people are making mad shouts or people are getting really emotional because these games are just pulling you to pieces because that's what the predicated are upon can we 
we force them into errors? And both sides are doing it all the time. Can we force them into errors? And the ball's just ricocheting around. And, you know, for me, you've got to manage those mistakes better is where you end up from a Liverpool. From a Liverpool point of view, put Chelsea to one side, you've got to manage those mistakes a little bit better. Yeah, but the, the game's played in that context, but also the season's played in that context yeah. now as well. Like, it, it, I've never known a time where it's so fucking earth-shatteringly bad to lose one game or two games. Like, we've, I think we've lost, we've lost, lost two this two, year, yeah. and we're basically out of the title race. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Do you know what I mean? In, in years gone by, you'd have teams losing, like, six, seven, eight games and winning the league by, by a distance. United done it loads of times, and I can't say. So now you've got a season whereby any mistake over, like, the course of a 90-minute game in terms of the results is an absolute nightmare. So then you have a game like that yesterday where you're thinking, fuck me, the only time anything happens in this game is when someone makes a mistake. Why won't they just stop doing that? You're <laughs> <laughs> so fraught watching you thinking, for fuck's sake, just do something simple. And Jordan Henson will probably turn around and say, it's all right, you saying that's ass on the couch, but honest to God, no one covered it, just right up my ass here. And the ball's a chest height, as John said before, the fuck am I supposed to do? And then you're saying, Mo, could you not have got in front of you to get there? No, I couldn't, mate. Because I've been trying all game. <laughs> I've just scored an absolute wonder goal, dickhead. Now get off the fucking couch. I've got sympathy with the players there because they're going to make mistakes in games like that. And I think the like the way to manage their mistakes is probably to have a, a bigger, stroke, better squad, isn't it? And then Jordan Henson, like, the mis- mistakes happen more when you're tired and when you've played every game or it seems like you've played every game, you're going to sort of be more, you're going to be more likely to make a mistake like that. The thing is, in a game like yesterday, as you say, like, when they're getting punished, like, so badly, like, and as I say, every mistake and every punishment seems earth-shatteringly bad, you're like, for fuck's sake, please just stop doing them. <laughs> Yeah, they're probably not training well enough as well, both in terms of the fact that there's games all the time, but also, you know, they all keep getting COVID. So, do you know what I mean? So, I think as well... Or in like, Jordan's case, just a really bad cold, but that was never COVID. Yeah, I know. God <laughs> just doesn't believe in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just a sniffles gaffer. <laughs> but it's like, you know, because so much of the training is around these matches they you know sort of moments isn't it it's around so you know you see them doing the rondons and stuff like that that's all about what do you do when someone's charging it you you pass it off to your teammates and stuff like that so i just i i wondered whether they're watch, watching them sort of you know yesterday and watching the game like are they are they training as much as they'd like to be at the moment for for these sort of you know for these game moments where it's faster it's frantic and that's where you rely on you know, it's almost instinct, isn't it? You're relying on instinct, but you're also relying on technique. You're relying on sharpness, and it doesn't feel like those things are there for the moment. They're just like, you know, shit. I'll just, I'll just kick it over there and hope for the best. You've also got to remember that the manager wasn't in training on the on Saturday either, which has an impact on the preparation because it's, it's, yeah. it's not as easy to do it. Like, this is what we're going to do tomorrow because the manager sat at home in Formby, yeah. possibly not even watch, probably not even watching it if he's, he's certainly not telling them do this, do that, do the other on the training pitch. Like I'm sure he would want to. Just on the the way in which the the the, the assistant manager uh, says post match, he felt he sorted a couple of things out at half time, a tiny little bit, and I think you do sort of get to see that, Phil. You get to see that in terms of the fact that the game just sort of slows a little bit. Yeah. If anything, we allow Chelsea to come on to us a little bit more. We stop trying to, so we decide that we're going to try and hit them on the counter. And I think again, why this then becomes difficult to watch, and I, is because you've just seen a first half where Liverpool have been really, really front foot. 
you always want Liverpool to be front foot. Liverpool then go back foot a tiny little bit. And you're a bit like, for fuck's sake, can you be more front foot? But part of what we're trying to do is just ensure the game's played at a certain pace and in a slightly different way. And we're trying to soak it up. And they have hard lines. John mentioned one example before of a counter that doesn't quite work. Salah does brilliantly on a couple of occasions. There is, he gets a great save out of Mendy, a great, great save out of Mendy. Um, and, you know, I was just sort of at that point in the game, I was thinking, we're, we're, we're very in this. And that was where you just wanted them maybe just to, if, if they could just have got up and played a tiny bit more is what I'm saying. If they just couldn't progress, I don't think, to pitch an attempt back in the Chelsea half like they did do between 30 and 35. It was weird because we probably had the better chances, but they had more situations where you thought they're going to have a chance in a yes. minute. And I think it's, almost, I think it's almost the best way to play Chelsea in terms of if you go at Chelsea, as we saw in that game at Anfield earlier in the season, they are very good at compacting space and not giving you anywhere to put the ball. Whereas if you let them on to yeah, because they play because of the back three, it always means there's a there's a bit of space sort of over the wing backs' heads, which is it's how the first goal I know it's the set first half, but it was how the first goal was scored was basically just getting in behind Alonso. And if you're sort of able to give yourself the space by sitting back it enables stuff like the Salah chance like I think there's a Mane one as well a few minutes after where he cuts inside and I don't think it's the best it's not, finish. It's not the best finish I mean I the keeper want, pushed it God, wide I wanted to punch the yeah. telly off the wall with that finish What that was yeah. absolutely dumb. it's like he didn't kick the ball properly it was really weird it, I, I already had a problem with yeah. Mane anyway because he's been shite recently but that done my fucking head in that shot Look, it looks good in one goal doesn't fix the cop it is a great move and that's, but that's what they weren't quite getting quite enough of for me John Was because you kept. I kept thinking if we can get in there off we can create something here I'm absolutely certain of it and you even get to see that I think 90 to 96 I think we, I, I, yeah. I was thinking that we're going to score here yeah. Jones gets in about three or four times yeah. really well Shimakas get nearly gets in a couple of times throughout the second half maybe just at times the ball's not quite right from him because he's just not used to playing with these players and I'd like him to maybe drive into the penalty area a little bit more than he does uh, I think Robertson a couple of times would have took it on into the area and picked a pass out maybe but those chances were there for Liverpool yeah and that's what's frustrating that they couldn't beat the press more effectively because obviously when you can then the space there and you, you saw the two or three times I mean that that, that Manny chance that we were talking about there comes from it's just two or three little triangles and then suddenly we're through we've got we've got loads of space so you know we've seen it when we've done it if you commit men forward you know there is a risk to it if the other team can sort of beat the press then the space behind we just weren't able to do it effectively enough but when we were we, we were good and you mentioned Curtis I thought he did really well when he come on and I was like oh we should have been on a bit earlier but I mean I, you don't know do you? you don't know he's going to come on and, and he got to grips with the game sort of you know very quickly he's obviously been out for a long time so I understand why they didn't bring him on but, but he was he was sort of on on the ball you know well and, and, and looking to sort of you know to make stuff happen really and so so it's funny stop, my favourite moments of stop his time though was when uh, we got a corner and Chimica did the big one to the ground oh, and then hit the first yeah, man oh, no, <laughs> that was a bad <laughs> it was the fact that he'd done the big yeah, one that's what I mean. yeah, yeah yeah he was like come on 3-2 this boys yeah yeah he didn't just hit the first man as well it was like it, it was, was emphatic yeah he couldn't hit the first man more he hit it so well to the first man that he headed it into the hard half didn't he like he was like it was torpedo to his head that much he was like boom he headed it right so yeah that was but yeah no I, I think just on the on the subs part of this begin to sort of draw it off Phil 
I think it's a twat of a game to come into. So I'm not, and, and this is for both sides subs. I don't think anyone subs play well. I don't. Th- I, th- I think Jorginho comes on and he's a bit like, "Are you for real?" <laughs> <laughs> because I don't do this. Yeah. I do the opposite of this. This, no, no, no. Um, I don't think anyone sort of, and I think that both. I think Chamberlain a couple of times. If he could just have got the touch, as John says, a couple of times. You know, I think Kaita in that ninety to ninety six period looked like he was beginning to probe and find a little bit of a way. But I think the first thing I would say is for both managers, it is a nightmare game to bring a footballer onto and say get to the pace of that yeah like that Georgina in particular he's not a he's not a quick player is he he's controlled he's slow sounds a bit like a criticism but it's not he's just very sort of in, he's, he's very style, sort of isn't he? in control of what he does yeah. like sort of a, like almost like lethargic but not, not today not son bad <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah and it's a shock but it felt like that that's the Georgina because Georgina comes on for Chalabar doesn't he and yeah. they have to sort of they had to fiddle about with a few things and I think that took them a little bit to get to because I think there's Aspilicueta coming to centre-back yeah. as well yeah. and the centre-back who's playing on the right goes into the middle or something like that I don't know it was all it was I was I was looking around going who's playing where yeah for them I had, well, I was I had no idea for a while who was right wing back and who was wherever where it would be uh, where it would be fair to the touche is he is he sorted out doesn't yeah, he and, does. and it's often you'll see a manager will make a sub and he'll have a plan and he'll go this is what it's going to look like and then he makes the team worse and, and which is what the touche did effectively yeah. uh, but then he but then he goes oh shit I need to sort this and then does and that's actually quite a hard thing to yeah. do really and normally when you'll see a manager sort of you know as you say make make the change have a big plan of how it's going to be suddenly we had loads of the ball I was like this is brilliant have we, have we brought an extra man on yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But, but but then he sorts it yeah. doesn't he and then they have a good period from there which is actually you know fair play to him uh, fair play to them um, it's it feels in a general season so your point before Kev in a general season and I would even say in this season 2-2 at Stamford Bridge absolutely fine it should be absolutely fine <laughs> The issue is obviously where it leaves, leaves the league table in this current climate. And that's why, you know, from a Liverpool point of view, the other part of it as well is 2-2 at Stamford Bridge, absolutely fine. The order of the goals, not absolutely fine. And it means that too often this season, you look at the Liverpool sides who've found themselves pegged back in games. And I think that that's in your list of ways Liverpool have done your head in <laughs> throughout the course of the season while simultaneously still being, I'll keep saying it, one of the best four teams in Europe and absolutely brilliant, but in your list of ways Liverpool have done your head in, it's the getting pegged back, pegged back bit that's making me waking me up at five o'clock this morning, lying in bed, staring at the ceiling, going for fuck's sake, Liverpool, and also all the adrenaline from the match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, that, that's exactly right. It, two two in a normal season, or even in this season, is fine as long as it's not three three at Brentford, and as long as we, we don't. And get it's not two two at Brighton. Yeah. Home to Brighton. Yeah, yeah. yeah but all these games where you've effectively thrown away points. You've done it before, Phil. Where you said, "Well, if you've done this and you've done yeah. that, it's an extra this many points." It's just so easy. Like I've driven myself fucking mad this season going through the games like that. Specifically the Brentford and the Brighton ones. Then four points really. Brentford, Brighton, and Leicester are my three. Yeah, I'll talk. They're, they're, they're my three. Well, there's Leicester as well. I got that and one. That's seven. But even City, we had twice against City. Yeah. You know, so it's just like for fuck's sake. And you, so you're looking at the league table and you're like, they're miles ahead. But then you go, well, there's them four points and then them two points. And you, you think, well, that's how close we are to being there. But the problem is, in a normal season. Well, if I say if the norm, the norm is now what's happening. To be fair, in in past seasons, you could go, well, we've done that, but it's all right. We'll go on an eight game winning run and we'll peg that back. But the problem is, you just don't. I don't see City's up and points. Neil said we're off for here before. You think maybe they're having a bit of a wobble? I'm not sure that they are. But the problem is, I don't see us going on an eight game winning run either. There's my issue with it because we're, we're a great team, but we're not. I, I don't know. We're just not at that level. I don't think. I just on that, John. I was I was doing a bit of a thing, having a little look. 
the numbers, all that sort of stuff. And I don't think I don't think it's gone. But I think that we obviously I think we very much need City to drop points against Chelsea coming out. And if if the two wants to do another mad one, that'd be great. Uh, and and force force City into some madness there. But the thing I think my my issue is more what Kev's just said in that I'm looking at Palace away going well anything could happen in that match, uh, and I'm not you know this isn't a, a scared to sell Ellis Park thing it's just they play quite progressive football uh, Palace the the dynamic they've got lads who carry the ball well and I'm just thinking there's every chance that becomes another game which is just berserk that for, and that's my Liverpool worry my Liverpool worry is we've become a football team that invites madness upon it I'm sick of you know the thing I put me me, me mad writing last night I'm sick of. Liverpool being involved in classics and I've, I'm just looking at Palace away going people are going to say what another great game involving Liverpool that would have drawn 2-2 two, two. well even Brentford at home I don't know who's going to play up front do you know what I mean and so who, who's, who's going to be sort of you know the forward you know I presume we're going to come on and talk about these Arsenal games which I think are big now as well and it's, and it's who are the sort of forward options really so so normally you know if, if you are a bit shaky you'd think well we'll, we'll just we'll just blow Brentford away though we're, we're at home yeah yeah we're, what happened away but you know if they, if they get one or two then we'll just get three or four whereas for this next few weeks we can't say that because we haven't quite got this. So we haven't well, got any forward think, options at the moment. Well, do you think that might? I was thinking about this as well. In that, um, again, five five a.m. this morning, staring at the ceiling. What I was beginning to think was it actually might suit us a little bit here to get into a bit of mentality of you know what we need to do to win this game, lads. Not concede. Yeah. yeah. We need, you know, we need, the, the way we win this game is by not conceding, creating a couple of decent chances, taking one of them, and then going to them, right, we're a wall now, cop for this. I just sort of wonder if it might not be actually that bad a thing, and it's not just looking for the bright side in general. For Liverpool to maybe get back to a bit of a mentality of, you know what, nil. The, 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 we're going to Arsenal, nil. Yeah. We're going Brentford then, uh, Shrewsbury then, sorry, nil. You're not fucking scoring at Anfield, lads. We're not letting you have it. Not after the way you moaned uh, a couple of years back. Uh, no. Uh, then the next one, you know, Arsenal and Anfield, nil. And just just get into that mentality. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's what they might have to do in terms of what they've got there and, and, and what they've got available. And also, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. The fuck is Divock, by the way? Oh, he's doing me, Eden, to be honest with you. He, we had this big Divock loving about a month ago, and then he's pissed everyone off again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> The life of times that Divock and Rigi summed up there. Maybe he's talking with the uni. <laughs> Has he got a heavy load of exams? Coursework? No, he's like, this, this, this course, I thought it'd be a sound thing to do, it's doing with fucking paperwork on my ears. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is, I don't know. He's, he's doing the edit. Minamino as well, he's, 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 he's just the under. In terms of, in terms yeah, Divock's of, getting it, but Minamino yeah, just needs to watch yeah, himself. I know, I know. The fuck is Divock? Like, can someone ask, can if any journalist do listen to this next yeah. press conference, can you just go, what the fuck is Divock? Where the fuck is Divock? Can, can we get a fucking answer? It's been one of those injuries that we seem to have a lot of the last few years where it's like, oh yeah, he's got slight knock and he'll be back next week and then three months later yeah. he's still injured yeah. and no one really knows what's happened to him because everyone seems to forget about it because someone said he'll be back next week and you just assumed he was back and then also, he's not no back. one gave a fuck two weeks ago because we definitely combinations was two weeks away but now yeah. combinations is on our doorstep sort of that but also just in general like yesterday i was i'd love some divock like yeah. that game me uh, my first sub if he'd have been on the bench would have been for jota just throw divock up front and say really go and piss tiago silver off also to be fair though what you're really saying is f- i stop bringing on fucking alex oxley chain in the front three because it's fucking does or even near an attack and that I know he's alright but fuck me he doesn't look comfortable there no, 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 he, he couldn't in, get into the game at all. looks hard for him uh, yeah where the fuck is Divock might be the title for the show we'll have a think about that <laughs> um, just then uh, subscribe to the Anfield rap uh, because it's 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 it's, it's boss ma- it's boss it is boss uh, but might even locate Divock Origi if you send uh, money yeah if enough of you do it uh, we'll, we'll get a maybe Minamino's trying to win the high five world record back. <laughs> 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 maybe Divock's Steal it off him. 
Um, Maybe they're doing it together. Yeah, could be awesome. You need two to high five. That's the same goes, Phil. <laughs> takes two to high five. It does take two to high five. Do subscribe to the Anfield Rap for more insight. Like theanfieldrap.com <laughs> <laughs> forward slash subscribe. Uh, you can also do it through YouTube and through Spotify as well. And very shortly through the app. I need to talk to you about that, and uh, but you know we'll keep it'll keep till later on. Uh, and we um, yeah, all the stuff that you need on the Anfield Rap, which is mostly uh, summed up by the idea of staring at your ceiling at five a.m. Going what the fuck. <laughs> hell are we going to do next uh but what we are going to do next is continue to be the second or third best team in europe um which is berserk but it is also true and liverpool now have to solve the problem as what they're going to do against an arsenal side that do look as though they're at least having a nice time john i think that that's the the way arsenal look from the outside in at the minute as though everyone's having a nice time for the first time in a long 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 time and that is as much the threat, I think, as anything else that I think Arsenal are going to bounce into this game on Thursday, even despite the late disappointments against Manchester City. They're going to feel like they can really do something against a slightly depleted Liverpool. What are we going to do? Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, really, because it doesn't look like we're going to have huge amounts of options available to us that, that weren't there for, for the Chelsea game. And so it's it's going in. So we're going in on a bit of a downer when we've drew and they're going in on a bit of an up when they've lost which is a strange situation but you know they play well against Manchester City they caused them a lot of problems and, and they'll be buoyed by what they were able to do to a top team and then they'll look at Liverpool you know us having problems people making chances against us you know the fact that we haven't got the firepower and so they don't necessarily have to be worrying too much about, about what sort of what's behind them they're able to attack this game really and, and we just need to get through it still in the tie I think do you know what I mean I'd bite your hands off for a draw absolutely bite your hands off for a draw and the Emirates in this even if we're one nil down or one goal down it won't be the end of the world I don't think going into it we need to treat it like a two-legged tie really you know I love the idea of you know what you were talking about before going there with the mentality of this is nil this is nil but the big games these in terms of the season you know I'd love to win a trophy you know the idea of winning a trophy by uh, the end of February isn't it is a, is a real sort of positive one and then being able to sort of attack from there and going okay you know we're not the, the quality of the squad isn't one way you say a league cup in a season is is enough really I wouldn't say I think we're sort of beyond that but at the same time you know if you're able to get that league cup and then and then I think well we can we can attack these other tournaments now hopefully still in the FA Cup we'll certainly be still in the Champions League and able to sort of attack that really and see what's going on in the Premier League by then so it's a big couple of ties and it's a big moment for us to sort of you know to wrestle back the momentum of the season really because there's, there's still everything to play for Still having to play for, Phil. I think the big thing for me when he's looking at the lineup for, for this one is Sunday to Thursday is a big gap. And then the reality is it's the, it's the semi-final of a domestic cup and then it's the third round of yeah. another domestic cup but against a side that are two divisions lower. And for me... That should make his mind up. I, 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 I think he, I think he'd be completely right to go. Whatever, as strong as I possibly can, equals for the game against Arsenal, and then you make your changes for Shrewsbury as many as you like. Yeah, free hands. You could basically play the team that played against Leicester, that started against Leicester against Shrewsbury, and that team is probably going to win, isn't it? Yeah. If we're being perfectly honest, they're struggling out. Yeah, um, I think they're like the sixteenth in League One, yeah. something like that. They're not. They're not in great nick, so I we, we really should be. I hope. I hope even after Klopp's released from his COVID jail, he just doesn't turn up anyway. Yeah, just to really oh, annoy them. That's the what. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm allowed. I'm allowed, but I'm just not going to bother, lads. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you'll you'll sort I'm it. Another go, Pep. You yeah. win this one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the it's not just us who's affected by the, Af the Afcon, which. Is something that seems to be forgotten. I think, like we go, we go to Crystal Palace. I don't be serious. Be struggling. No, with sorry. I'm going to Arsenal. Yeah, that's okay. I was talking about Arsenal. Come on. Um, 
<coughs> you know, Thomas Party was their best player on Saturday and he's gone now, hasn't he? The man who came in to replace him was probably Al Nene, who's gone as well. Um, Gabriel's suspended because he got sent off the other day. So they already had, they played Tommy Asu when he wasn't fully fit. They were just getting yeah. th- getting him through the city this, game. Yeah, Robbo's back, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, that's good. Do you think there's something we there's something mad like when Dalglish plays Staunton up front at Arsenal once? <laughs> like just play Shimakas and Nico Williams in the front, David Jota or something mad. I think I'd play, play both for Shimakas and Robertson yeah, somehow. I I I'd play um, Jones left. Jotter and Firmino. Yeah. Firmino could be back for, for it Thursday. So if it depends when the seven yeah, days. Yeah, let's hope so. And then you give Firmino an hour. He won't train. He's not tra- he won't train. No. It doesn't matter. Though, does it? It's, it's one of them games where you're like, just it's going to be mad. And Bobby Firmino, if, if there's probably if there's a player in our squad who doesn't need to train, it's probably just Bobby. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he, he's magic, isn't he? He can do what yeah. he's such a good footballer technically, and also he's just he doesn't feel any sort of pressure. So he won't be like shit. I haven't trained. He'd be like fucking great being back on his pitch. Made up some I love playing football. Me, so let's just get into Go these. Go back on his so I, I I think that's what that's why I I I thought there was enough you saw enough from Jones there to say all right yeah let's have a look at that left hand side and just just get him to be really lively and really clever one of the things that's underrated about Jones he's a really clever player mm. I think in the opponent's final third didn't he play a lot there for the under that was his position yeah, yeah he thought, was, cause he I remember was, his was, first yeah. game that. MK Don's game he played in the front three. Basically, yeah, made them dead boring, yeah. uh, which is fair enough because Fussy is effectively, unfortunately. Well, not for us at the minute, well, John. Yeah, no, <laughs> we want it back. Really We'd yeah, like yeah. that back, please. Yeah, no, he's... He, 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 like this. He, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to you, when we started, I watched the second half, stood up in ours, which is like mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so the neighbours walk past and I'm just stood there. <laughs> like, just like, fronting the telly over. Maureen, he's at it again. <laughs> 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 but, very much. So, good job to Christmas. She's up in the window, but um, but now, but, but yeah, what our games about, but, but basically, like you know, we've we've he'd love to get off the leash, Curtis yeah. Jones. I think we've we've just you know made him a, a sensible footballer, but now I think he, I think he'd do great there. I that's what I do. I play Robertson if he's fit, uh, which I presume he must be. Um, I, I want to see some Joe Gomez, and part of the reason why I want to see so, some Joe Gomez, Kev, is I think he's 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 good at shitting himself. And there's not enough Liverpool players at the minute who, from my point of view, panic when the opposition have got the ball. Joe Gomez does, yeah. and Virgil Van Dijk might keep a line next to him and not go and play fucking halfway line <laughs> uh, if uh, if Joe Gomez is next to him. I would be I would like to see some Joe. I I would like I wouldn't have a problem if Gomez plays the next three just to play him into some rhythm and so he becomes a genuine option and not someone we're just trying to manage back to fitness. I think it's mad if he doesn't play the next three. Right, like he, he's a great player. And he's been like I think people forget how long of a run him, him and Virgil went yeah. on next to each other a couple of years ago, and he he was absolutely brilliant as well. And Virgil Van Dijk loves him. That that's important. You know what I mean? Van Dijk loves playing alongside him. Now I've got no doubt he likes playing alongside Matip as well because it, it really works. I mean, Canate is probably exactly the same. But these next three games are not a free hit because we need we don't need to win the league cup, but it'd be really nice too, wouldn't it? But you're bringing Gomez in. It's not like you, do you know what I mean? It's not like some. Roper though we've got out. It's not like last season when we bring a fucking Reese Williams in. Is yeah. it? It's like bringing a first team player. In. So get him in there, hundred percent, and play him into that bit of rhythm. Three games in a week, and say to him, "Listen, lad, if you break down, there's nothing I can do here. Mm. If you can't play three games in a week against Arsenal in the League Cup and Shrewsbury, then we have got we've got an issue. So yeah, the hundred percent play going. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you. I think give him possibly give him all three because he's definitely going to play against Shrewsbury, isn't he? One hundred percent. There's no doubt about that. It's then. How long is Matip out for? Is Matip going to be back? He's not even going to play. be available to play against Shrewsbury, which means you've then got three centre-backs for the three games, haven't you, effectively? So Do you, we think you, he's a bit later than Firmino, then, in terms of the, how it's worked? It feels like Matip was on Saturday the or day something. After. I think he was Friday or Saturday. Like It feels like Alisson and Firmino, you might get back for Thursday, depending on when 
thing, but I don't think there's any chance of Matip looking at. I don't think he'd, I don't think he'd be interested in playing Allison in any of the next three either. No. Even though the big, I think, but I think he's got it, and rightly, you know, I think that by the way, I was I'm obviously as you would be because you haven't got Allison. I was worried about Kelleher. Um, I don't think he's great first half against Leicester. If I'm honest with you, I thought he was terrific. Can't do anything for either of the goals. It fits with the, how the team yeah, plays. I thought he was great. There might be some goalkeepers who make saves that he wouldn't. But the rest of the time when involved in sort of passing the ball out of the back and moving the ball out from the back, he's going to do that far better than the other, like Adrian, for example, who looks like was rabbit colours and headlights at times the last couple of years. So no, I th- I, but I think Keller gets the next yeah. three regardless. I think you've got, I think you've almost got to because if because if if you were to bring Allison back in for the for the League Cup games, you'd almost be within your rights if you're Keller to go. Listen, I'm prepared to be patient here, but this is a bit much. Yeah. I want to play those, but you know, I think it's one where the manager ends up with maybe a decision to make if the games, if we, if we get to the final, final yeah. he maybe have a decision to make there. But even there, I still, I feel like he'd probably go with the younger man, and I almost like in a really weird way, Allison might want him to do that as well because they're all very close. But maybe I'm reading too much into it. I, I think at the final, there's a discussion to have there, but he, he earned his, he earned his uh, corners because he, I thought he was excellent. He, yeah. he made everything he done, like even that Mason Mount free kick in the second half that hits mm-hmm. the wall, and then he has the, the shot. It's a good shot, and it bounces, and he just he just catches it like yeah. he doesn't parry it. Or it he just takes it and it's dead easy there's another one I think it might be Alonso puts a free kick right into the top corner and he just walks over and that, catches yeah. it that, what, was, what, what are those two what are those two though by the way the camera cut to him because he wanted to say something nice about him but the fucking prick had gone and balled it out and we were launched on another counter attack <laughs> and I was like lad just fucking hold the ball give me a minute just, can we all just have a breather there trying <laughs> to say you're boss here but you've just <laughs> should we cast across the halfway line no, no time's passed fuck off I was going to say he did that after um, I think Pulisic he makes a save from Pulisic and basically grabs the ball and throws it out straight away and there's a lot of goalkeepers who have gone I've just made a good save there haven't I yeah. Yeah. I loaded onto the ball it was great it sounds like you wanted them to do that right, <laughs> it's just wanted one minute please uh, of, of that sort of stuff I think we've got a team here have we uh, starting Henderson Ooh, I'm not I'm not I would just simply because if you don't he's probably not going to play a game of football for Saving for the second leg then, because we yeah, might, yeah. if we're 1-0 down, you wouldn't mind Henderson being in there as a bit of a charge of the light brigade type of thing, would you? Let's go in the field, Fabinho, oh, no, Oxlade-Chamberlain. I don't want any of these to play. Oxlade-Chamberlain can play, Keita can play. Keita can't, can't play. play. Af- African. Oh, oh yes. To be fair, that's a bonus. She's shite. <laughs> I'm only messing all you Keita super fans, Rob. <laughs> uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain definitely starts. Henderson might have to start then, might he? I think he'll go to three. I think he'll yeah, go to three. Yeah. I think he does. <laughs> That's but then again, I'm, I'm thinking it's a league cup game, but then it's the FA Cup at the weekend, and yeah. none of want to play there. So yeah, go on, play all them three. Go on. Also, resting people at the minute is a bit potentially pointless because they might end up. Yeah, know, you, you might rest them to say he plays against the second leg and the, and the cup game, and then on Friday morning he turns up the training ground, test positive for COVID, and can't play in any. Other. I think these FA Cup games are, are a bit interesting, really, because like <laughs> DFL clubs have obviously decided they're just not going to test anymore. Yeah. I just I can't see Liverpool standing for that. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, we're just not going to test on the day. I don't think they're going to get a lay in Anfield. I think there's a strong possibility that a Premier League club and probably could Liverpool because we're the maddest the just goes well you're not fucking coming in oh I like the idea that Klopp stops them <laughs> <laughs> make, makes them test and once they've tested goes on yeah. <laughs> he's there in a high vis with the QR code no not today lad yeah yeah honestly I think there's, there's that a is chance. wild that they're not testing on a day isn't it yeah I think there's a chance that there's 18 that just goes for not fucking having this 
Do you know what I mean? Well, you're, not, you're not coming in. In a really weird way, because the way football works, that's like almost Friday's problem. Oh, if you yes. know what I mean? Like, there's going to there's gonna be mad press conferences on Friday. We're going to play Arsenal in the League Cup. All come through the next day. Yet again, feel like, fuck me, I'm exhausted because <laughs> Liverpool have done something crazy. It's finished 3-3. No one quite understands it. Martinelli got a hat-trick but got sent off. Do you know what I mean? All the footy will happen again. We'll all come in Monday morning trying to fucking deal with that. And then from there, the Klopp will do his press conference and say, we're not playing them. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, no, no, I'm away. It's going to kick off. I'm flagging it early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like Jono with like February 2020 with yeah. COVID. No, you're I'm ahead flagging on, it early. I'm enjoying that you're ahead on this one. I feel yeah. like we've got, a, we've got a plan for this one. Like, this, this, someone's, like, it might be Conte. Conte might just decide, fuck it, we're not, we're not having this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, versions that Brazil Argentina game, couldn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine that would not be, be good. They all get nicked on the pitch. Um, <laughs> all right, the then that's from a football ground. So that's everything sorted out. Uh, <laughs> Indeed, to Andy Heaton. Joe Gomez is still playing though. Joe Gomez is still, <laughs> right He's still got to play. Yeah, you know, no, no one else. Get eleven in from the crowd. We've all got ne- negative lateral flows. <laughs> Um, because if not you couldn't have got in uh, thank you very much indeed um, it's Liverpool Football Club really for their ongoing commitment to making it different uh, they obviously felt as though regular routine games of football were no longer applicable to be fair to Liverpool yesterday I do think it is Chelsea who make it mad I don't think it's Liverpool who make it mad Liverpool are coping with the fact that it's been made mad for once we can point the finger at the other crew uh, but thank you very much indeed to Andy Heaton for producing Phil Blundell uh, John Gibbons and Kev Walsh I've been Neil Atkinson that's been the Anfield Wrap my kingdom for a full night's sleep Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs>